Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it was a feisty day at joint practices between the Tennessee Titans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with practice finishing in an all-out brawl. I'll tell you what happened, but on the field, we got to talk about the bounce-back performance from Titans second-year cornerback Caleb Farley, who had himself a nice Day, I'll explain, but we also got to talk about the offensive side of the ball, and Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill was on fire throughout practice. I'm going to give you guys all the offensive notes, and then finally, we'll talk about the injuries from the day who didn't practice, who left early, and we'll talk about Mike Vrabel's comments on the rep distribution at backup quarterback and why Mike Vrabel agrees with me that it's so important that Malik Willis get the lion's share of reps. But a lot to discuss about joint practices between the Tennessee Titans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. fans I am breaking down everything you need to know from Thursday's joint practice between the Tennessee Titans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers we're going to talk Caleb Farley's bounce back day fight there was another fight with the Titans and the Bucks and this one was a benches clearing brawl between Jeffrey Simmons and Leonard Fournette I'll explain what happened Ryan Tannehill was on fire throughout practice trailing Burks return and then of course we got to talk about some injuries but before we get into all of that do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day if this is your first ever listen to the Locked On Titans podcast make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream I am going to be putting out daily Monday through Friday free Tennessee Titans content all year long on all platforms that includes the Locked On Titans YouTube channel subscribe there smash the notification bell and throw a thumbs up If you're watching on YouTube right now, I'm trying to get this video to a million and one likes, so do your part. But let's dive right in to today's joint practice. And the number one, I'm going to mention this up front, the fight. So the Titans defense, chippy all day with the Buccaneers offensive line. The Titans were a little chippy yesterday on Wednesday as well, but that intensity got to another level on Thursday and there was a moment near the end of practice where the Titans and the Bucks were working on two-minute drills. And Malik Willis's second-team offense was out there. And they didn't do a very good job. And one of the Buccaneers' defensive players got pretty mouthy and said, you know, get the F off the field, blah, blah, blah. Started really talking. Well, the Titans didn't like that, not one bit. Led by the Titans' physical captain, Jeffrey Simmons. And after the pretty much the last play of Bucks' offense against the Titans' defense, Leonard Fournette and Jeffrey Simmons got in an arguing match, and Leonard Fournette punched Jeffrey Simmons, and Simmons threw a couple back at him. The bench is cleared, blah, blah, blah. That was obviously a big moment to end practice. No surprise there going against each other two days in a row, but Mike Rabel did condemn the activities afterwards and said that's the type of stuff that, that messes with the team, so he didn't like it, but hey, 
I don't mind a little physicality. And if you're going to talk crap and you're going to be trying to dog on the Titans rookie quarterback and the Titans second team offense, well, guess who's going to come there to defend him? Jeff Simmons. No shock there. So uh, a little bit of a fight to end practice. Mike Vrabel didn't like it, but can't say I'm that mad. Screw Leonard Fournette, man. Try to punch Jeffrey Simmons with his helmet on. You're an idiot. Anyways, moving forward, we got to talk about Caleb Barley, who was the biggest on-field story of the day for the Titans. And if you guys watched the show yesterday or you were following along, no surprise or no shockers here, Caleb Barley had a rough day on Wednesday. Mike Vrabel even said it was not his best day. And not only did he not play very well, but Roger McCreary got first-team snaps in the Titans' base defense. Well, you needed to see Caleb Farley have a bounce-back play, and that's exactly what he did on Wednesday. He had multiple pass breakups in one-on-one. He had a pass breakup on Julio Jones. There was actually a stretch during one-on-ones where the Titans' top three defensive backs, Roger McCreary, Caleb Farley, and Christian Fulton, had six pass breakups and won six reps in a row, each of them going twice. Christian Fulton, Roger McCreary, Caleb Farley. Six in a row. So the Titans defensive backs had a good day, but of course capitalized by the play of Caleb Farley. He did well in team periods. And at the end of practice, Caleb Farley finished off a two-minute drill by intercepting Blaine Gabbert and ending the drive. So uh, the pressure is on Caleb. Now, yesterday's news doesn't mean that Caleb Farley's a bum. Today's news doesn't mean that Caleb Farley's going to be an all-pro or anything like that, but it just goes to show you that it's not all good. It's not all bad for Farley. He is a work in progress, but these days, you're never going to have your best day. Absolutely not. But you got to make sure that you don't string bad days together. It's something that Kevin Byer has talked about quite a bit. So a bounce-back day from Caleb Farley. The defensive backs had a very good day for the Titans. Um, I'm a little confused here. Got a comment. Uh, Our defensive backs got their butts kicked. No, it was the exact opposite. The Titans defensive backs had a very good day, and there's video evidence of that. So uh, a good day for the Titans defensive backs, but of course led by Caleb Farley, who had an interception, had some pass breakups. Also worth noting that um, there's another uh, interception by Adrian Colbert, the newly added safety. For the Titans, so a pretty good date. Now, of course, you've got to add in the caveat, no Tom Brady, no Mike Evans, uh, no Chris Godwin in team activities. So, of course, keep that in mind. It's all with a grain of salt. But overall, a really good bounce-back day from Caleb Farley, who, who looked like he was ready to go out there. Good day for McCreary. Good day for Fulton as well, although Christian Fulton did leave practice a little bit early, but you don't think it's an injury. It might just be a rep situation for Christian Fulton, but... Uh, really good stuff from the Titans out there overall throughout practice and a very good bounce back day from Caleb Farley and Mike Vrabel even talked about that as well after practice. So good stuff there. But, uh, other than Caleb Farley having a nice bounce back day, which all reports do indicate, we do got to talk about Ryan Tannehill, who has been absolutely sharp in both joint practices with Tampa Bay and he took it to another level. On Thursday, four straight touchdown passes for Tannehill at one point during practice. So we're going to talk about the offensive day and everything that happened there. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you guys about our friends over at LinkedIn. So, you know, you're gearing up 
for the fall. And if you're a small business owner, you need to find the right people for your team so that you can fire on all cylinders as you approach the final fiscal quarter. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people that you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes with LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond and have access to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then you add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile and it'll spread the word for you. It'll tell everyone that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. You have simple tools like screening questions that make it easier to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and ultimately hire. That's why small businesses rate locked on jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Titans fans, we just talked about Caleb Farley's bounce back day, the good play of the defensive backs throughout practice, and the fight that took place to end practice today. But now I want to dive into the offensive side of the ball and Ryan Tannehill, who was just spinning it out there for the Titans. Before we get into that, though, I do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. However, you play... Get the latest NFL fantasy draft tips from Locked On Fantasy Football and Locked On Dynasty. Starting August 22nd, we're bringing you daily top 10 lists for fantasy draft week. Fantasy football is here, so make sure that you stay locked in to the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast and the Locked On Dynasty podcast available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. But let's keep talking about practice. So Ryan Tannehill. Obviously, a tough end of the season. Last year, a lot of the fan base has turned on him. You might even include me in that, okay? I've just decided in my mind that the Titans cannot win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill after what we've seen from him in the playoffs. Well, guess who doesn't give a crap about those opinions? Ryan freaking Tannehill, who has been awesome during training camp. The Titans have been airing it out a lot more than they have in previous years in camp and Tannehill was really sharp on Wednesday in practice, but on Thursday, he took it up another level. Ryan Tannehill had four straight touchdown passes during a red zone seven-on-seven drill. He had one to Nick Westbrook-Akina, who had an awesome day in his own right. Nick Westbrook-Akina was leaping over top of people, using his size, using his physicality to make catches even through coverage with guys hanging on his body. So a good day from NWI. But Tannehill, NWI, Dontrell Hilliard, Traylon Burks, that's right, Burks was back on the field, all had touchdowns. Kyle Phillips, I believe, caught uh, the fourth touchdown in a row from Ryan Tannehill. 
So Ryan Tannehill, just a really good day. But let's start talking about some of the targets that Ryan Tannehill was hitting. And number one, we got to talk about Traylon Burks. So Burks left practice early yesterday and everybody was concerned. Well, Burks came back. He had a, a compression sleeve on, I believe it was his left leg. Maybe not the left leg, maybe the right leg. He had a compression sleeve on one of his legs, but that didn't stop him from making plays. Now, Burks may have been limited. He didn't go through every individual drill. He didn't go through every team period, but he finished practice. He was out there the whole time, and he made plays. Like I said, he caught a touchdown pass on the day. He won a bunch of routes and one-on-ones on screens and physical routes. I mean, just Traylon Burks being back out there and not missing reps I think is critically important. And I want to make a little bit of a point about Traylon Burks that I talked about yesterday. I think there's a chance that he just hasn't had truly hard coaching before. He's never been a guy who was pushed to be in shape at the start of his season, especially in college. That was documented by his college coach. Um, He's always been a guy who just with his physical talents can go out there and win. But I also think that may be, hey, if you're a little banged up, are you practicing? Now, he played banged up in games and performed, but has Traylon been the guy who got pushed to to play through practice even when he was a little banged up? I don't know for certain, but I theorize that maybe the conditioning thing, maybe not wanting to practice when he's got some little injuries here and there, it all could be wrapped in together, and Traylon Burks just needs some tough love and some tough coaching, and it looks like he is going to get that from the Titans. A perfect match. If that's the case, if my theory is right, perfect match between team and player between Burks and Titans to correct some of those things. But Burks was back out there, and that's great news for Titans fans. Next, we got to talk about Dontrell Hilliard, who caught multiple touchdowns from Ryan Tannehill out of the backfield. All reports indicate Dontrell Hilliard's had an awesome camp. He's been explosive when running the ball. He's been nearly impossible to guard when he's coming out of the backfield. Uh, So some really good stuff from Dontrell Hilliard, who's really taken a stranglehold on that running back two spot and obviously is the complimentary pass catching and speed back that the Titans need to go with the power back that is Derrick Henry. So a great camp from Dontrell Hilliard and a really good day on Thursday. Whooping the... And, and the linebacker group from Tampa Bay is good. And Hilliard really gave them the business. Also, got to talk about another running back. Hassan Haskins laid a nasty truck stick on Logan Ryan. Now, Logan Ryan had a, a good physical shot. It, it was pretty equal in terms of, you know, the the force of the guys coming together. And Logan Ryan did make the tackle. But you can go see on the Titans Twitter account the picture. Ooh, Haskins laid Logan Ryan down. And speaking of that, also want to talk about Kyle Phillips, the professor, crossing people up out there. Oh, my God, there's video of it in one-on-ones. Kyle Phillips put Logan Ryan on the ground with a whip route. I mean, on the ground. Ugh, that's nasty. Ooh. So, tough day for Logan Ryan out there, getting truck sticked by Hassan Haskins and then getting destroyed by the professor. But uh, either way, you know, shout out Logan Ryan. Played his role great for the Titans. Big leader in the locker room to turn this thing around. So, never want to besmirch Logan Ryan. But he did have some kind of mean things to say about the Titans fan base when he went to the New York Giants. So eh, maybe it's karma, whatever, moving forward. But good day for Kyle Phillips. Also, someone asked about Mason Kinsey. I thought Mason Kinsey had a nasty route in one-on-ones to get open. I'm starting to think that Kinsey will be the sixth 
wide receiver. One, he's a direct backup for Kyle Phillips. There's nobody else on the Titans roster right now that can give you a semblance of what Kyle Phillips does. So if the Titans are building a real role for Kyle Phillips in their offense, it would only behoove them to have a guy like Mason Kidsey who has a very similar skill set if maybe he's not quite the player that Kyle Phillips is. Also, Mason Kinsey is a backup as a punt returner and a kick returner. So he gives you some value there. So maybe Mason Kinsey is able to get that sixth wide receiver spot. But not a bad day from Kinsey either. But again, just don't know if he's doing enough to really put himself above other people. The last thing that I want to talk about with the offensive side of the ball is Nicholas Petit-Ferrer, who got first team snaps at right tackle. Um, just part of the competition, I guess. But I feel bad for him because Nate Davis didn't play again on Thursday and Jamarco Jones is out. And that means that Jordan Roos is the starting right guard for the Titans right now. And is Nicholas Petit-Ferrer with all the combo blocks and all the communication required within the Titans offensive scheme? Are you really giving guys a fair chance to show what they can do if they're going up against Jordan Roos or they're next to Jordan Roos, who's a practice squad player at best? I don't know, but either way, Mike Rabel letting Ryan Stonehouse hold kicks for Randy Bullock. Brett Kern held the kicks on Thursday, though, but letting Roger McCreary get starting cornerback reps in base defense, let Nicholas Petit-Ferrer get starting first-team reps at right tackle. These are true competitions. They really are. And speaking of competitions, Malik Willis and Logan Woodside for QB2. Mike Vrabel came out on Thursday and said, yes, Malik Willis is getting more reps than Logan Woodside. And he explained why. And quite frankly, you'd know why if you had been listening to me and listening to the show for the last few weeks. So I'll explain what Mike Vrabel said about Malik Willis and Logan Woodside. And I'll update you guys on who missed practice and who left practice early on Thursday. Before we get into all of that, though, I, I have a, a serious thing to talk about here. We're transitioning from football to something serious. So just think about it. You're hanging out with some friends, putting back a few drinks. A few drinks becomes a few too many drinks. And as the evening comes to the end and people start to head out, you're thinking of calling a ride. Nah, I live nearby. I can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds that I'll get pulled over anyways? Even so, what's the worst that can happen? My insurance goes up. I lose my license. I lose my job. I could total my car. I could kill somebody. Guys, everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tra tragic, really, and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop people from getting behind the wheel while they're under the influence. And that's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on the roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe. Plan ahead. Get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Guys, drive sober or get pulled over. Titans fans, we are going to cap off today's recap 
of joint practices between the Tennessee Titans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We talked about Caleb Farley and the fight and the defense in the first segment. Talked about the hot Titans offense in the second segment. Now, we got to talk about Malik Willis versus Logan Woodside because Mike Rabel actually had a little bit to say about that competition. We also are going to talk about the injury report for the Titans. Before we get into all that, though, I do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first to listen every day. Guys, the Titans play on Saturday night. Tomorrow, I am going to have my game preview for you guys. Saturday night, directly after the game, I am going to be putting out my recap of the game, breaking down everything that happened Sunday night on YouTube, Monday morning for the podcast crowd. I'll have another podcast up for you guys. So we're going to have like 11 days in a row of podcasts here on the Locked On Titans podcast. So make sure you subscribe. Always free. It's your team every day. So let's dive into the injuries real quick. I'll go through them quick before we talk about Malik Willis. Number one, the guys who didn't practice. Danico Autry. But I've been worried about Danico Autry. I have been worried about Danico Autry lately. But he was in the sand pit with Derrick Henry on Thursday. So that's a good sign. That That's a great sign uh, for the Titans that Danico Autry was doing that. Uh, number two, Jamarco Jones still out. Guard death, that's tough. Nate Davis still out after leaving early on Wednesday. That's not what you want to hear. Chris Jackson and Theo Jackson both out. Dylan Cole, Christian Deloro still out after leaving early. A.J. Moore, Elijah Molden, that sucks. Elijah Molden came back to practice and now has missed a couple practices in a row. So um, that is that is a bit unfortunate. But uh, other than that, we had uh, Tory Carter, sadness, leave early. And we had Kevin Strong leave early as well. So nothing to panic about quite yet, but um, definitely... You know, Nate Davis, Elijah Molden, Jamarco Jones, uh, Nico. You'd like to see those guys be able to practice a little bit and hopefully here soon, but we won't really know anything permanent or definite about those injuries until we get closer to the season. So, anyways, I want to get into the real talking point here, and it's about Malik Willis and Logan Woodside. So, someone asked Mike Vrabel who's going to start at quarterback on Saturday night. He said he he didn't know yet. And then they asked him about the fact that Logan Woodside has gotten a lot less reps in this camp, in this offseason, than he had before. And Mike Vrabel basically said this. They spoke to Woodside about it. They're more focused on developing Malik Willis. They want to get Malik Willis more reps and to see different looks and further develop him. I mean, he said the truth. We want to develop Malik Willis more. And I just got to say this, guys. A couple of weeks ago, I went on a Rollins rant. And I said, Malik Willis should get every rep in training camp. Every rep in preseason games. Every rep in joint practices that Ryan Tannehill doesn't get. Because a couple of different things. One... If Malik Willis truly is going to redshirt, then that means these reps right now are the only real reps that he's going to be getting. You don't have time to develop the rookie during the season. You need to run scout team and show team. Okay? So, 
if Malik Willis truly is going to redshirt, then all of these reps are even more important. Two, Malik Willis is the future at quarterback for the Titans. And if he isn't, then they need to find that out as soon as possible. And then three, Logan Woodside is never going to do anything in the NFL. There's a better chance that Logan Woodside is selling real estate this time next year or opening up a used car lot in his hometown than there is a chance that he leads the Titans to a win in a game that matters. It is a waste of time to give Logan Woodside any reps. Whether you believe in Malik Willis or not, if you're somebody who doesn't believe in Malik Willis, then you want Malik to get all these reps now so the Titans can figure that out. Mike Vrabel came out and said it. We're more interested in developing Malik Willis. Logan Woodside is who he is. He's never going to get any better. He's never going to be a factor. I get it. He runs a good scout team. He knows the playbook. He's basically a coach. But that's it. So... They said they told Logan, and Logan gets it. Logan Woodside has no future in the NFL, Malik Willis may. And while that is the case, and until that's no longer the case, there is not a single rep that Logan Woodside should get over Malik Willis. I don't care if Logan Woodside doesn't throw a pass the entire practice. And honestly, if the Titans cut Logan Woodside, nobody else is going to pick him up. And the Titans could get him back on practice squad. And then he could be a coach and run scout team and all that stuff anyways. So what I've been trying to tell you guys for weeks now, and some of you guys got my comments and tried to say I'm an idiot for not wanting Logan Woodside to get reps. Well, there you go. Mike Vrabel and John Robinson agree with me. We need to focus on developing Malik Willis at all costs. Either to find out he's not the guy or turn him into it. Period. You're going to get nothing by giving reps to Logan Woodside. Carlos Brown just asked a question, and he said, what's the reasoning for why Woodside has a fan base? Carlos, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. And some of you guys don't want to hear this, and it is what it is. It's the same reason some people still believe in Des Fitzpatrick. It's the the same reason that people believed in David Fluellen or Jeremy McNichols or or any of these dudes who eventually didn't make the, the cut and never did anything. For the Titans. The reason is, when you're a fan of the team, sometimes you got two-tone glasses on, and anybody who's on the Titans, you're going to ride or die for them no matter what. You're going to support them. You're going to be optimistic. You're going to think they can be the best version of themselves because they're on your team. And the moment they're not on your team, they're a bum. Look what happened with A.J. Brown. Now, I know that things happen or whatever, but there were certain people who were saying A.J. Brown's the best wide receiver in Titans history. The moment he got traded, he was an uh, overrated bum who the Titans shouldn't have paid. This is just the fickle nature of being a fan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to like, you know, cast down and have a holier than thou, like, oh, I'm not that kind of fan because I'm that kind of fan and I'm biased in my own ways. But guys, the reality is some of these guys are not going to be as good as you hope they're going to be. And some people just blindly want to be loyal to the people on their team. Logan Woodside's a Titan, and that's enough for me to defend him and be his fan. That's how some people are. That's how some people are. I am not that kind of fan. And I'd like to think 
that my ability to criticize the team and have just a little bit of an unbiased look at things sometimes is what makes you guys like the show. I'm not just in here saying everybody on the roster is going to be the best version of themselves. No, I think Logan Woodside's a bum. I don't think he's an NFL player. No, I, I, I don't believe that the Titans have a deep wide receiver core. You know, I, I'm just, I'm not, I don't have to believe in every single player on the team just because they wear two-tone blue. I'm never going to do that. And some people are like that. Some fans are just like that. And they want to tell me Logan Woodside deserves a roster spot and Logan Woodside. I had a, play, a guy in my comments uh, earlier this week said that Logan Woodside could be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL mentally. Do you guys see what I mean? Now, those are the extremes. Those are the extreme cases of blind fandom. But it exists. So some people just, oh, you're hating on a guy on the Titans. That's my team. I'm going to defend him. Carlos, that's why some people are like that. But all of us who are logical fans just can look at some guys and say, hey, this guy's not that good. Okay. And in comparison, obviously, Logan Woodside would knock the pants off of me in football. I mean, come on. He's a far better player than any of us watching right now or talking right now. But you don't compare Logan Woodside to me. You compare Logan Woodside to NFL players, and he's not one. So, yes, give every freaking rep possible to Malik Willis. And, Noah, I know that you may have missed some of the live. As soon as I end... You can watch the first half, and it'll be there for you. I just appreciate you tuning in, even if it's late. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Uh, tomorrow, like I said, I'm going to be back. I'm going to be previewing the game. Oh, Logan Woodside is just a QB who never had a starting opportunity. Dude has rode the bench his whole career. Why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think the Bengals drafted him and then immediately got rid of him? You guys, you got to wake up. The Titans just wanted a cheap quarterback, backup quarterback option. They just wanted to go as cheap as possible. And he was an exclusive rights free agent for the first three years of his career. Come on now. Put two and two together. All right. It ain't his talent that's keeping him on the roster. Okay. And you can't tell me that Trevor Simeon or Matt Barkley aren't better players. Trevor Simeon almost beat the Titans last year with an injured Saints team. They lost by two. And it was because the kicker missed extra points. They would have beat the Titans with Trevor Simeon. Logan Woodside couldn't do that. Matt Barkley has won two NFL games as a starter in his career. Logan Woodside can't do that. So don't try to tell me that Logan Woodside's better than Malik Willis. Okay? Not right now. It's over, man. Come on. And everybody's waking up. But anyways, that's going to do it for me today. Talked about Caleb Farley bouncing back. Talked about Ryan Tannehill being on fire. Talked about Traylon Burks coming back. Talked about the fight that happened at the end of practice. And talked about the injuries. Talked about Malik and Logan Woodside. That's going to do it for us, uh, for me today, though, guys. Again, I'm going to be back with you all tomorrow to preview the Titans game against the Buccaneers on Saturday night. Immediately, immediately after the game ends on Saturday night, I'll be going live on YouTube to break it all down. That's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.